Welcome to the Warrior Way podcast, where we talk about all things Liberty Christian School. I'm your host for today, Matt Hayburn, Digital Media Production Coordinator at Liberty. Today is episode nine, and our conversation highlights leadership and building community with our head basketball coach and upper school teacher, Preston Nadolski. So with that, let's dive into the conversation. All right, so Preston, thanks for coming on. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. All right, so to kind of start us off, I um, just wanted to kind of fill us in on your responsibilities here at Liberty, kind of what all the things you're involved in around campus. So I am the boys' head varsity basketball coach, um, also in charge of our middle school program, basketball program, um, and I also teach geometry, the high school, ninth and 10th graders, honors geometry, regular geometry. It's my fifth year here at Liberty, I taught everything now from pre-algebra to seventh grade up to geometry. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. So we had a really um, kind of fun time going down to Abilene Christian uh, when we played down there, the football team and you and Patrick Seegers did the uh, broadcast for us. And so I know you have a little background in that back in college and then just kind of, kind of give us a little background of just your coaching and just kind of where you came from, um, you know, some of your previous years of uh, other coaching stops and stuff. Yeah, so I went to Texas A&M, which I know you're a big fan of, Matt, uh, and went there for broadcast journalism. And two years in, A&M cut their journalism department. And so uh, fortunately for me, I'd already gotten some jobs with the local news station there, KETX, uh, KBTX, excuse me, and was doing some jobs covering high school sports, covering some A&M sports, tennis, things like that, and uh, really enjoyed it. And... I thought that's where that's what I was going to be doing and then um, the short term after graduating and I looked at what those jobs paid at entry level (laughs) and then I had some other opportunities in industrial sales and what those paid entry level and I made a pretty short-sighted decision there to go into industrial sales and so um, I did that for a couple of years I found no fulfillment in that industry and with the company that I was working for there was a lot of immoral practices going on. Um, I was doing well. I was very successful, but it was just, it was not getting any, any sort of spiritual fulfillment, no communal aspect. Um, it was, I was in Shreveport, Louisiana. It was right around the time of, uh, right after Hurricane Katrina and the company I was working for was making decisions to take advantage of, uh, the, a lot of companies in Louisiana and, and victims from Hurricane Katrina. And so it was a really difficult time for me. And the whole time I was thinking about, it. I had friends that were in coaching. I had really fallen in love with the culture of coaching when I was covering high school sports at Texas A&M. So it was always one of those things that kind of just lingered in the back of my mind. And uh, I was praying a lot. I was I was in Louisiana. I didn't have a lot of you know close friends and a lot of acquaintances. And I was just praying for guidance. Where do you want me, Lord? Uh, what do you want me to do? Um, I also happened to meet my now wife right around that same time and uh, pretty interested in her. And she (laughs) lived in Frisco. And so I was driving a lot on the weekends to DFW. Um, Had a few friends that lived out here too. And um, they needed help starting the website. And so he said he would hire me to start the website. And I thought, all right, I'm going to do that. He said it would be a short-term gig. I'm going to do that and I'm going to get my teaching certification. I knew it it literally was one of those God things. Yeah, so I was – praying, sleeping at night, and I just woke up, and it just was right in, right in front of me, staring in the face, like, 
I want to be a teacher. Like, I want to do this. I want to be a teacher. I want to coach. Um, I didn't even know. It will, you know, I, I played basketball, football all through high school. I didn't know specifically my dad had coached track. I wasn't sure exactly what it was going to look like, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I had that opportunity to move to Dallas, um, get my teaching certification, and um, away we went. I, got a, I finished my certification in the fall. So it's the middle of the like school what, year. What year is this? Like uh, 2007, fall of 2007. Okay. So 2007. I get my teaching certification, looking for a job anywhere in the middle of the school year. I see in Needville, Texas, outside of Houston, <laughs> that a, there's a job posting for eighth grade math and coach. Um, my At this point, I'm like my wife a lot, and we're dating, and <laughs> I think, okay, well, I'm telling her I'm going to move to Houston um, and – but I'm going to get back as fast as I can. And uh, so moved to Houston. I do that for a semester. I, I kind of talked to the bosses there. I was like, listen, I'm going to, I want this job because I want to get started, but I'm in the spring going to be looking for another job. And they understood that. And it ended up being a great relationship there. And then I found a job in Prosper, Texas, which was a small town at the time, a little three, a <laughs> school. And I, so I go to Prosper, I'm coaching football, basketball, and track. And uh, when I got that job, when I came back that summer, I'm like, okay, this is where, you know, I can see the path now. So I asked my wife, I got engaged, asked my wife to marry me. She said yes. And then, all right, so at this point, we're looking for a wedding date. And we look at the Prosper football schedule. <laughs> well, it'll be over by Thanksgiving. Basketball responsibilities haven't kicked in too much at that point. So we'll get married over the Thanksgiving break. Well, then, as a football coach, I don't think I really understood the amount of time that goes into it, the weekends, things <laughs> yeah. like that. And for the first time in Prosper school history, the football team made it to Thanksgiving break. Oh, my gosh. And so we do a, a quick wedding. We move our, our wedding rehearsal from Friday night to Saturday morning after Thanksgiving. Get married Saturday night. One night, uh, one night honeymoon. Come back, start watching film for the next playoff game. <laughs> Ride it back and into we, football. Right. We end up winning a state championship in my first year, first time in Prosper history. They haven't won one since or one before. That's awesome. So my wife got a good indoctrination really quickly into what it's going to be like to be a coach's wife Yeah, right out of the gate. And then uh, but as my time at Prosper, I had a really good – the varsity basketball coach there is Greg Nix, and he did a really good job of mentoring me. And I knew pretty quickly that basketball was going to be – where I wanted to go. I wanted to be a head basketball coach. It didn't take me long once I started doing it. I loved the small team aspect of it, yeah, the relationships cool. that you can you can form with your, your players. Uh, so I knew pretty quickly that's where I wanted to head. And so after two years of Prosper, he told me about, he's like, there's a varsity assistant position available in Melissa, and they're really good, and they've, you're going to yeah. learn a lot. There's some really good basketball coaches there. You're going to learn a ton about basketball. So you need you need to look into that. And so I did. I got the job in Melissa, a varsity assistant basketball, also coaching, still coaching football, linebackers coach for the football team. In our first year, we go 36-0 and in basketball. Oh we uh, number one team in the state in 2A. Uh, we make it to the state tournament. Soul-crushing loss while we were down there, but Man. he was exactly right. I learned more about basketball from my players on that team and then the head coach and even the girls coach, the bus rides, talking hoops. Um, cool. They'll learn about culture so much there. Um, and then the next year coaching football, Melissa, we go yeah. win a state championship in the new <laughs> Cowboy Stadium. So I got to win a win a state. I, I think we were the second to last game to ever play a state championship at Texas Stadium when I was in Prosper. And then we were the first two-way school to get to play in Cowboys, the new Cowboys, AT&T wow. Stadium, to win a state championship there. So that was pretty cool. And then um, 
And then as I'm, you know, moving my way up the, the ladder, knowing that I wanted to focus on basketball, I finally got an opportunity at McKinney North High School to do straight basketball, no second sport, no football. I can really focus, you know, obviously a higher level. McKinney North's a big, big public school, uh, really competitive with all level teams across the state and learned a ton about basketball there. I think that's where I really learned from Daryl Kraft, how to scout, how to, you know, pay attention to little, all the little things in, uh, that go on in a basketball court, uh, how to run practices, how to set a practice schedule. And um, so I was there for five years coaching. And then I, I knew pretty, you know, after about two years, I felt like, okay, I need to start looking. Like I'm ready to, I felt ready to be a head coach. Um, yeah. And so after five years, a job here was posted. Uh, Wes Watson, who's the head coach at McKinney High School, knew some people here at Liberty. Um, I had not a real strong knowledge of things that went on at Liberty Christian um, and how things worked. I was a little concerned about going from public to private, and you know, I just didn't know what that would look like. Uh, but after coming here, there was definitely that moment of, okay, this is a different, completely different atmosphere. And I think you know, and I, I know this may be a question moving forward, but I think one of the things that you feel here is you feel nourishment and you f feel people um, pouring into you at all levels. You know, colleagues, administrators, students to teacher, teacher to student, and you just get that fulfillment, which I was not getting that in the public school. It, there it was, I felt like giving, giving, what can I do better? I need to work harder. I need to pour into the students. Um, and so here it, it was just my cup was also being filled at the same time that I was trying to fill others. And my mental health <laughs> was far stronger. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my wife that's recognized cool. it right away. So so that's how I found, you know, navigated my way to being the a head basketball coach all that time teaching math. Now, I think I've now taught everything from seventh grade math to senior pre-cal. And so I feel really good about my uh background in math and yeah and I've grown as a teacher and so yeah that's awesome yeah. It, we um you know getting to know you just over the past couple of years it's just awesome to see you um you know the program the basketball team continue to grow and then you know you stepping in in middle school and then going up to high school and you know just hearing other students um because I'm in the classroom too hearing them talk talk about you um, I know the the impact you're making in basketball and um, in the classroom. So just talk a little bit about, you know, you mentioned just kind of what you love a little bit about Liberty, but just kind of go into that a little deeper as far as, you know, now with you having having your kids here and then coaching and teaching in middle and upper school, just what are some of the things that you really value about Liberty um, and just being here and in, in the role you're in? So quick quick story on that. That year before, my last year at McKinney North, I went to uh, um, UCLA Texas A&M game at the Rose Bowl. Nick Stark, oh, yeah. Nick Starkle started in that game. A&M got off to a huge lead, and then Starkle got hurt. Yeah, they ended up lo that. losing the game. It was a brutal loss. Um, but I followed Starkle pretty closely, and I was really watching. I was really impressed. I remember thinking about his press conferences. He was going. It was really an adverse situation. You know, he, he went through a lot of adversity as a Thomas Texas A&M. And I remember hearing how grounded he was, how spiritual he was in his interviews. And I was so impressed with this kid. Like, how can he be going through this and speak? He sounds like a 40-year-old professional <laughs> that's got life figured yeah. out. And he's 19, 20 years old. And so I remember thinking, wow, this is a, a spectacular human being. 
I've never encountered a kid quite like what I'm seeing right here, just looking from afar. And then so when I get the job at Liberty, uh, I meet Matthew Grigg. And I'm like, this kid's just like Nick Starkle. Like that's <laughs> yeah. like every, everything he says. You know, I get to I had the the honor to get to coach him. He was sort of you know he along with Adam Johnson were my first yeah. team captains and led my first team. And that goes back to what I was saying before. I'm coaching them and I'm trying to teach them basketball and and life, but they're giving back to me so much. Uh, just listening to how how proud they are to profess their faith, the way that they carried themselves when we would go on the road, the way. That, we went to a tournament in Oklahoma. We won the tournament, which was awesome. But they also had at this tournament a the uh, team sportsmanship award too, and we won that one too. And <laughs> and the cool. feedback that I got was the way that my our players talked to uh, the officials, the workers for the tournament, the fans, cleaning up, the yeah. whole doors, all that stuff. And they said that's the first time we've ever had the, the tournament champion also win the sportsmanship award. And so, uh, again, I take no credit for that. I, that's all about those leaders. And so it was like, what? There's there's more Nick Starkle type kids all over this campus. And yeah. it just it was so impressive to me of at that time, my two small children, I'm thinking, this is where I want my kids to go. Like, yeah. This is These yeah. are the kind of kids. These are the examples I want my kids to be able to see. And when I think about what do I want – when my son's 17, 18 years old, uh, I want him to be like these kids that I'm getting to coach. And so not that every kid's perfect here. We all know they aren't. Um, and so it's our job to build them. And I think that those kids, though, are a testament to the kindergarten teachers through yeah. through 12th grade teachers and the the way that they've poured into them here at Liberty. And so now that I'm, I've been here five years, I feel like a little bit of a Liberty veteran, you know, yeah, a little yeah, bit now. Yeah. And uh, so this is my the first year that, that we've been able to get my two kids. I've got a fourth and fifth grader here at Liberty Christian. And just in the short time now, they are thriving. That's uh, awesome. Every time that they pray it at night at the dinner table, they, they throw in there, thank you for letting us get to go to Liberty. <laughs> uh, my son is doing um, ovation with fifth grade theater. They're participating in sports. My daughter loves going to school. She was disappointed as, as we're recording this. This is a Friday <laughs> tornado watch day here, and uh, there may be there's an early release, and the kids had the excused absence. My daughter wants to be at school. And so, uh, again, that's just a testament to our lower school, the teachers here, Miss Lewis, Miss Carter, to teach my kids, and, and just the, the culture here. It's a place that, that, as a parent, you want your kids in this environment, and for our young kids, they want to be here. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the lightning round. Here, we're going to ask our guest, Preston, here a few questions in 30 seconds. Preston, are you ready? Ready as I'm going to be. <laughs> um, what is the funniest talent you have? So I speak a little Spanish, and I listen to a lot of Spanish music, and so I actually know the lyrics and can sing a lot of different Spanish songs. Okay. In the shower, rusting them really well. <laughs> if you could get any pet in the world, what animal would you bring home? Giraffe. Which celebrity do you shamelessly f shamelessly follow in the news? I don't know if we go celebrity, but uh, I get a lot of grief for. I'm a big Astros fan, so I'm constantly defending Jose Altuve. Breakfast for dinner or dinner for breakfast? 100% breakfast for dinner. 
All right, Preston, thanks for coming on the show today. Um, we want to give you the final word for today's show. Share a word of encouragement or scripture with our warrior community. Right now, one thing I notice on our campus, we have a lot of winning going on. You know, our volleyball team is doing great. Our football team is doing great. Cheer and dance are always performing at a high level. Cross country had a great season. I'm excited about our basketball season. And what I want is I really want our students, our faculty, everyone here at Liberty to lean into that winning. Let that culture of winning permeate to everything that we do on this campus. I think that's how we can glorify God. Not just winning, but in the way that we're competing, the culture that's going on right now in our, in our football team, you can see it. I'm not in it. I'm not a football coach, uh, but I can see it as I walk the halls, as I hear the conversations between our students, even non-football players to football players, things like that. And I think that's the beauty of athletics is that when a culture is right, that it can change the mentality of the entire school. And so I think that right now we have a really good fertile soil for that to grow within our school. And again, I think that's how we can glorify God. And I think if we lean into that and we stay, we stay positive, we don't, we don't hide from it. We're, we, we should be proud of, of what's going on in our athletic programs. And I think even the kids that maybe aren't participating in it, if they see the, the kids that are winning and they feel, you know, this is our school and they take pride in that. And if the kids that are in those cultures are treating all like this is or doing it for their school rather than for themselves i think that it just creates an entire culture of our school where we all seek to perform at a high level the bar just get raised we all seek to have a standard of excellence i'm just really excited about what's going on in our school right now and i think athletics is a huge part of that i want to thank our head basketball coach preston dodalski for being on the show today along with mr josh and mr Hayburn for their behind the scenes support of the show if you have any questions or comments for the show, drop us a line at podcast at mylcs.com. Be sure to subscribe to the Warrior Way podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcasting services. Until next time, go Warriors!